Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. That's like wearing a rubber to jerk off. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks. Which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Don't try it till you've had it. This is episode 65 of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz. Sorry, I, I lost everybody for a second. Is it my turn? We're yeah, that's why we're all fucking quiet <laughs> looking at you. Well, we're all everybody's looking at the. I'm Bill Fougere. Nick Larita, with no delay. Oh yeah. So there, there's one spot where Steve has to now fucking edit. See, so I'm writing notes down. Jesus Christ. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Oh, oh amazing. Awesome. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh. I thought I had this queued up, but I didn't. I didn't learn anything from last week. I am no. sorry. For that. We're going to start off with the shitty call of the week. And this one is going to bring us to the Caps-Canes game. Am I sharing the right screen, by the way? Unless you're trying to share something about a Wisconsin postal worker. <laughs> no, that's... that's that's for later. There we go. That that is more gooder. This one brings us to the Caps Canes game from two nights ago, three nights ago, something like that. Um, and it was throws it right there. That's a penalty. How do they miss that? I don't know. Ost doesn't know that. And here's Osti. The little tap sends him to the box, and Oshi's in the box, and he is as mad as I have seen TJ Oshi this season. So Oshie's, uh, or or rather Stahl's call, knocking the stick out of Oshie's hands, did not get called, but Oshie's got called. And it's typically, that's the case, right? With, with, with plays like this, the retaliation penalty typically gets called. Never the first fucking penalty gets called ever. And the problem I have is the ref was staring right at it. He's sitting, sitting in the corner looking at the play and didn't even bother calling it. If the ref is looking at the play and he sees an infraction, shouldn't he call the fucking penalty? I mean, sure. If he sees it, maybe, but did he not call it because of the angle he's on? I mean, that's only the one ref. Where's the other ref looking? You know, does the other ref need to do anything? If this ref is staring right fucking at it, but so Steve, you said they have responsibilities, right? Is that, is that referee, is he responsible from the goal line back? Typically the low ref, follows the puck and then the high ref follows the other action so where was the puck if you rewind a little bit in relation yeah it looks like it's, uh, it's behind keep going yeah. i can't see our ovechkin has it right there go back a little more yeah jesus i gotta go all the way back all the way back come on it looks like the puck is is on the right side going across to ovechkin so it should be right in his eye as he's following the puck. He should see these two in the middle. You're right. It went right past him and even missed Ovechkin and hit the boards, but came right back to him. I now, mean, the ref was looking right at the play. Yeah. And, and that referee in the corner is the one who ultimately calls the retaliation penalty against Oshie. Right. So that's on him. Should he call the week? Shouldn't be allowed to take somebody's stick like that. 
No, you should not. But it's typical, right? The uh, the guy who retaliates is is the one who normally gets called. So before we get to our food segment, we have a uh, special guest joining us, I'm told. And here is our Phantom B AHF champion, Casey Fougere. Casey boy, unmute yourself, buddy. Sing's awful. Help. Zoom is awful. I hate it. I see you take your. I have too many flashbacks to. Uh, I have too many flashbacks of virtual virtual school with this uh, website. <laughs> so Casey, congratulations on your championship that you uh, you won. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, thanks. Uh, all right. So that game was uh, the entire weekend was amazing, considering how I put up eleven points in four games. I was really, I was obviously really happy about, but I was happy for winning a championship in in you know. A very big underdog situation because we had a uh, um you okay did you just see a bird or something you yeah. <laughs> screwed it up <laughs> god damn it all right i guess i can't do it i what cannot i can't do it <laughs> Oh my god! I'm going, to laugh the entire time. I'm going to laugh the entire time, not going to be able to do it. I'm right. That was just an idea. <laughs> okay, terrific. I'm going to get to try, but like, I don't know too much. Anyways. Uh, all right. Um, so, so Casey, yeah. so this is, this is Randy. This is the, the Southern uh, contingent here. Just, just check in fuck with your. Does this guy have to be in on this too? Just, just <laughs> check in on how you did. Did you, did you see any other, other Southern fe- fellows you played against? Did they, any of those fellows? Did they have any goals like you did? You seemed to play real, real well. I was very impressed by the clips I saw from your father, William. Jesus Christ! Can you, right. can you? Nobody can you even knows what that? your question is because you go on and on and on and on and on. Thank you, Steven. I really appreciate your concern for my question to, to Casey. But this is not your segment, Steven. This is not all about you at this time. It's actually yes, about Casey, who, who's a proven winner and the only proven winner we have on this, this, this program. So, Casey, did you, get, did, did you play any teams from, from south of, of the border, in the South Carolina area and down, or only teams from New Jersey? Well, we played a team from Philly, which is you'd probably say it's it's down south because they act like a bunch of southerners, they act like assholes. Mm. Mm. Are are you saying uh, southerners are assholes? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Especially Jersey. I've had a lot of games this year with a lot of bad blood with some South Jersey teams. Uh, I, I reckon uh, South Jersey is like a. Uh, a suburb of, of Philadelphia, and all those those folks seem to be in the same demographic of trash people. Would you agree yeah. that Philadelphia oh. and Southern Jersey seem to be trash people? Because that's what I've heard in my 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 local you would news be groups the fucking here. Expert. Well, well, we, it's basically, it's basically like a, it's basically just like a, let's say Birmingham, Alabama, just. Mm. Raleigh, North Carolina. It's just like Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm familiar with with Birmingham, not 
not the best group of people, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It takes a few more than, than one or two people to, to figure out how to screw in a light bulb. Right? Isn't that right, Stephen? Isn't that how, how many people takes, you know, your company to figure out how to sell a light bulb? Oh, no, we sell the light bulbs. What do you, uh, you guys do? There goes our listenership in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> oh, no. So, Casey, you were the the captain of of the uh, in the championship game, and you got to accept the. You guys won a won a banner. Was that correct? Did I see that correctly? Did you guys yeah. accept the yeah, banner? Yeah, won a banner. Yeah, won a banner. It was. Um, I mean, it was really special being able being the person picked to, you know, bring it to my team. It was, you know, we were like, like it's always nice winning the tournament. Remember last year we won that tournament and. It was really good. Like, like you know, winning a championship is amazing. But to win like one where you worked the entire season for is is something even more special because you put that much work into it throughout the entire season. No doubt. Now, now, is this your last year in Bantam? Next year, you're just playing high school. Or are you doing? Uh, you're playing outside of high school as well. Um, next year, this year is my last year in Bantam. Next year is just gonna is gonna be high school and uh midget hockey, so that's that's what I'll be doing next year. We're, we do things politically correct on this. Little person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sixteen U hockey. So you're not actually playing against midgets. I mean, that would be a bit of an unfair advantage. <laughs> no, we did. We did actually. We did play against them. It was we did play against a team from Long Island and. This one kid probably had some disorder, and he was like, <laughs> "They played, they played against the midget that absolutely lit them up." Well, yeah, but wasn't that kid really fast? That was the really fast kid, right? <laughs> the kid waddled. The kid practically waddled his way across the ice. I mean, I'm thinking of somebody else. Did he wear set? Did he wear number seventeen? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, Captain Martin Kovic. Oh no. Oh man. <laughs> Well, Casey Boyd, thanks for coming on. Uh, congratulations on a, a incredible season that ended with a champion. You are a champion always in our book. And we're sorry you had to deal with Randy. <laughs> no, it's, it's just fine. I'm fine with it. Oh, God. Sorry. All right. <laughs> always good to hear your, your, your voice there, Casey. Thank you. Real proud of you over here. Bye. Bye. Take care, Casey boy. Casey Fougere, the son of our own William Fougere, a champion in Bantam. That's correct. Bye. Oh, oh, you're you're still here. At the end of the interview, you leave the interview. Too bad. Sorry. Bye. (laughs) See ya. Okay, I think he's really gone. We're going to work on this improv. Improv for next time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is improv skill need work, Bill? That's, that's parent. That's bad parenting right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it seems yeah, like the instructions were clear. <laughs> Casey needs to uh, attend a few Zoom classes too. I mean, like the. Well, no, <laughs> he's all I can see. Mom. That's how his mom <laughs> talks on. Yeah, that from his mom. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. By the by the way, I, somebody somebody posted like the photos of all the moms with the championship banner on facebook i I don't think it was you but and of all the moms that were in that photo jen looked 
the most uncomfortable out of all of them. She just like was kind of like had her eyes closed, kind of staring off to the side. It was, if you know Jen, it was hilarious. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to our food segment. Uh, this is our top five chips. All right, who's leading us off? Is so we're going to do it in kind of the same order, right? That, uh, that yeah. everybody says their numbers and we'll move it along from there. Uh, I'll start it off and my number five are the basic barbecue Lay's chips. Now they could be, they could be the honey barbecue ones or barbecue, doesn't matter. As long as they got that barbecue in them, I'm good to go with the, the barbecue Lay's. I like choice, that. Man. I prefer that honey barbecue myself. That's a good choice. Mm. Mm. Take it wrong. Although you eat one, you're gonna eat like 7,000 more. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more. Steve? Uh, my number five, regular nacho cheese Doritos. Classic. Very much so. Stellar. Uh, Ain't it wrong? No. All right. My number five is Cheetos. I, which, I just which recently Cheetos? started getting into those. I was never into those as a, as a kid. Not the puffy ones. The, the crunchy ones. Uh, those, are the yeah. cheese, those are cheese puffs. Those aren't Cheetos. Well, the ones that I want are Cheetos. A Chester Cheetah. I almost put that on my list, but then I felt they weren't chippy, chippy enough. They weren't chippy with it. enough? No, nah, I didn't feel like it was. I feel like I get too much shit from you guys about it. So I was like, yeah, I'm skipping that. More shit than pretzels? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe making an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, give me honorable, honorable mention. mention. Right there. There you go. Honorable mention. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number five was uh, uh, one of my favorites growing up, Fritos. Just eating a billion Fritos, it feels like, in my lifetime. Every once in a while, I'll go get a bag. So just, I'm like, I really miss the flavor of that shit. And then eat the entire bag and be like, why the fuck did I eat that entire bag? I feel like a thousand pounds now. Don't know what it is about those. They'd be my honorable mention. They make them with like taco flavor on them. They're fucking amazing. There's some weird flavors. Yeah, I think with the chili one. Or, or, or is it chili? It might be. You're right. I think yeah. it's right. I think you're right. It's chili. But yeah. man, that, those are good. Those are good. My number four, sourdough pretzels. You may not think they're a chip, but they're a chip to me. And they made my list. You can the go the fat ones? ones. You can go the, the thin ones. I don't care. You know what? If you do get the, the real fat, thick, hard ones, yeah, isolate that. You put the little golden mustard on there, just as delicious as if they were soft pretzels. My number four is bologna. Because <laughs> apparently it doesn't, if it, it doesn't matter if it's a chip or not. We could just say whatever the fuck we want to say. Ah, so bologna is my like, number just four. Just like an M&M. Oh. An M&M is a candy bar, right? Well, bring that up last week. Bring that up last week. Don't bring it up this week because your defense and when, what's not the, picking a fucking chip. I, I brought up a pretzel. A no, pretzel in the same goddamn category as a chip. No, it's, no, it's not. not. It's a pretzel. Okay. Good. Sourdough a, is like a pretzel is a pretzel. Season number four is bologna. Bill? Peanuts are peanuts. Popcorn is popcorn and chips are chips. Okay. Great. Bologna. Bologna. If Polony's in the chip world, I I might want to redo my list a little bit. But um, but but my number four, and I would say my number four to my number two are pretty much interchangeable. Mm. Uh, my number four are harvest cheddar flavor sun chips. Oh, 
Jesus Christ. But they'd be actually be a little higher on the list. So you're saying they're interchangeable? Okay. No, I'm sure he's got three different fucking Sunship varieties <laughs> as the next three choices. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Don't, don't, don't ruin it, dude. Come on. Yeah. Uh, my number four is uh, the first repeat. Lay's barbecue chips. Uh, I've eaten too many of those to the point where I'm like, you get sick eating them because they're just like, you sit there, you're like, have one. And you're like, fuck, man. It's so good. But you can't stop eating them. I don't know what it is, that flavor. I, I could uh, not agree with you more. Looking back, they should be higher on my list. My number three are Tostitos Scoops. Tostitos mm. Scoop is an interesting one because on its own, it's not that great. It's a conduit. It's a conduit to get other toppings other dips other various flavors so it's a solid choice you, you don't have to just yeah you know, settle just for dips like when we have taco night which we normally have on tuesdays i'll get the the scoops out and build little mini tacos in the right scoops. right in the scoop right in the, the scoop. Out, hands down cheddar, little lettuce meat hands down the best tostito option there is very versatile yes uh number three for me plain wise potato chips especially on anything you buy at tasty oh yes yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely the best chip for a sandwich agreed a hundred percent agreed can't oh yeah oh yeah that's that's an original yeah my number three are french onion flavor Sun chips. Sun chips. Fucking you had multiple. See, oh. I, I only took like one version of the Dorito. I didn't. I didn't think it was fair to take two. Versions. Oh no, that's no, absolutely yeah. fair to. Right. Oh yeah, yeah I, I, I guess I missed out for on that. sure. Completely okay. different flavors. Yeah, no, I I got you, but did the same fucking. It's the same. No, chip. no, no, no. I, yeah, no, especially on Doritos. Like that's like their things. They're all yeah. It's the same chip. It's the but the flavors, the flavor is completely different. Uh, I, I got gotcha. you. I, I just, I, I used one over the other. All right. My number three is Tostitos Hint of Lime. Oh, well, that Hint of Lime is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Good yeah. Call. If you don't know that you're eating the Hint of Lime chips, it really does sneak up on you, though. It does. It does. It does. It's kind of funny because I, I didn't like this. I, I was eating this regular Tostitos, and then one day, that happened to me where I was eating them and I was like, what the hell is this? And then, then I look at the bag and I'm like, they come in flavors? And Unlike the scoops, yeah. you don't need to dip those in anything. They don't taste good dipped in anything. It's kind of weird because I what I'll do with tacos, so like sometimes we do Taco Tuesday and I don't always, I'll just do, I'll take a bunch of Tostitos and just crush them up and put them on the bottom yeah. of like a bowl and then put all the meat and all the crap and make a salad of sorts, but without the salad part. I do um, that with the broken hard shell taco, but I, I, yeah, I do the same thing. I used to do the same, but then I realized tostitos taste a hell of a lot better than that shitty ass like. No, you know, I shell. agree, but what are you gonna do with that poor fucking hard shell? That so yeah, you throw it out. So the hint of you use the hint of lime well, chips at the bottom. I've, I've tried it, and it, it, it's kind of weird. It's not. Yeah, the same. I would think so. I would think so. so. I wouldn't recommend it because I agree. If you try it with other things, like you did salsa, but it's really a chip on its own. It's not chip like on its yeah. Opposite of Tostitos uh, scoops. Scoops, you know? yeah. Yeah. It would probably be only good in salsa, right? 
Or maybe guacamole yeah. too. Maybe guacamole. You can do it. It's just a weird extra flavor, though. Like, I, I, it seems like it'd be a good idea. But I like, think we should just continue this conversation so that we don't get, get to hear what the next sun chip is from Bill. Before <laughs> well, we get there. That's the one that I dislike. I, I mean, out of all we've said so far, I, I, I could throw support to anybody's uh, choices except yeah. for Hintaline, those Tito's. Uh, I can see uh, that. I can see it. It's a. It's not a. It's not. It's a hit or miss. Sure. It's. It's an yeah. all or nothing. It really is. I agree. I and agree. I know what I'm bringing when next time I go to Bill's. Um, I know what I'm getting <laughs> for his birthday. All right. Uh, my number two, Cheetos. Goddamn, they make. They you can buy those friggin' little rubber things that you can put on your finger, your forefinger, and your thumb so you don't get cheese on them. But what's the point? Why would you want to do that? What's the no. fucking point of that? I don't oh get God. it. That's like wearing a rubber to jerk off. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's a good analogy, oh, dude. That's a wonderful <laughs> analogy. I don't think anybody could have said that better. No, why would, why would you do that? God damn. Licking your fingers, oh. digging the caked on Cheetos well, with your teeth. Exactly. Like the next time, that's yeah. all part of it. You hit the nail right in the head, Bill. You got to eat the Cheetos until that cheese is caked on your fingers and then just scrape them. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm all in. Yeah. Cheetos, number two. Now, for me, the, the drop off from number two to number three is like the drop off off a cliff in the Grand Canyon. Number one and number two are so much higher in my pecking order than, than three, four, and five. So number two for me is the Cool Ranch Dorito. And that's another one. Good choice. Got to get oh. that shit on your fingers. Oh, yeah. You got to get dirty with that. That is the classic. Um, my number two is Garden Salsa Sunshine. Fucking asshole. Well, what's, Three subships in your top five. What's the difference what between all of these? My word. They it's just different flavors of cardboard. That's all that it is. Wow. Three different versions of sun chips. I never would have thought of it. All in a row. Wow. Interchangeable at that too. Yeah. Yes. All delicious. No. My number two is uh Doritos, nacho cheese, which is my favorite Dorito, um, mostly because as a kid I ate it, and even now I eat it, and it's it's still a timeless we, fucking classic. We all know why it's your favorite. It's your fucking nickname. That's why it's your favorite. It's not. It's my number. I'm my number one. I know, but, it's, but still, it's, it's it's good. Although I I do like Cool Ranch, but it's not the same. I I can't eat like as I can't eat as many Doritos of Cool Ranch. I'll get sick of those pretty much after enough of them. Really? Yeah, huh. I don't know. It's wow. a flavor. It's like a. I think I'm like, the. I think I'm the the other way around. I would get sick of the nacho the cheese before I. Now here's something oh, I've done with yeah. Cool Ranch too. You put it into you. You crunch them up, and then you put them into a pepper grinder. Oh. And then you that, grind them, and you put that on your tacos. That's a good idea. I thought you were gonna say you put that on something else, like. Uh, but that's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. So try that. What else would he put them on, Nick? I don't know. Dogs. Like a... <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> Bologna. Applesauce. Oh, well, listen, the hot dog thing. Pretzels, you, you actually might be onto something with that one. My number one, Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, yeah. Not debatable. Not debatable. Not even debatable. Not even close. Wow. One wow. of the – I was uh, – no, I, I don't know if I uh, – okay. I was really, really high 
when I Yesterday. was like 18. <laughs> and I ate an entire bag of Cool Ranch. Oh my God. Literally an entire bag. And I drank nothing. <laughs> and what, I what tell you, you that, that I, I threw up on the exit <laughs> off of Route 1 uh, for Riders Lane on that, on that jug handle. I, I made my cousin stop the car, open the door, and ralphed a half a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos on that exit. Uh, and you know what? You know, you, you, get the, oh. you get that food that you eat that makes you want to vomit like my brother's is fucking, um, um, what those, um, holy shit, my brain went blank. Um, combos. 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 Oh, right. uh, like he can't eat combos. Just the thought of it just want to make some vomits like me with like pesto. But you would think that that would be like my food that makes me vomit. Nope. Not not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Oh, so that's my cool ranch Dorito story. Mm. Number one for me is another original flavor chip. It is the Ruffles potato chip by itself in a dip strong enough to not crack but uh, even by itself just a, a very good chip is the sour cream and onion dip still your favorite dip it's got to be axelrod sour cream and onion dip there yes you have it. there you have it. and again more. the ruffles chip is the only chip strong enough to dip into that uh, axelrod sour cream and onion dip there's a thick dip yes giggity about that giggity Okay, my number one is not a sun chip. Oh, my God. I think I'm realizing I'm the only one that doesn't have a Dorito on my list. Although uh, I got lots of respect for Doritos. It's not like I dislike them. Love, love, love me a Dorito. But my number one is actually on the border tortilla chips. Really? On the border brand. Yeah, it's, it's on the border. It's not in my top favorite Mexican restaurants, but they're, but they're nachos. Especially, so especially if you're in the restaurant and they come out hot, love those oh, yeah. matches. But they do sell them in a bag, which is why I felt like I could actually bring them into this conversation as well. And, and why them over any other tortilla? Why them over a Tostito? Is it just a different flavor? Yeah, it's just, I like the texture a little better, a little bit thinner. They just, and yeah, it's just, uh, I dig them. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. My number one is a classic already mentioned here. Um, it's the Wise Potato Chip. Oh, okay. Um, I that was like my go-to chip growing up as a kid. So we had always had a bag of Wise, and uh, we ate the shit out of those things every time we went to Tasty. Of course, you know we didn't, we didn't get the ta- we always had Wise chips in the house, so it yeah. was always like grab those tuna tuna sub and uh, Wise chips or whatever we got, you know. But um, I actually, and uh, I get the rifles thing with the sour cream uh, dip, but I actually like Wise better because even though it's frail as hell, you can kind of like take a few of them and just kind of like dip it in with like a claw-like maneuver and get them in. And it's like wow, phenomenal. But of course, you got to, you know, you can't do it with like other people around. How, just how is Nick never... not 600 pounds? How is it, how is it possible? <laughs> I'm a lot of running, man. A lot of running. You, He's fucking reaching into peanut butter, just taking it by the hand. <laughs> he's still he's young, though. He's doing the same thing with fucking sour cream and onion dip. You. I'm not that younger than you guys. Jesus. Have you hit 40 yet? Yeah, 40. 
All right, then. All right, then you should be fatter. God damn it. <laughs> really should be. All right, so well, we got to do ice cream next. All right. We got to do much. ice cream. Love okay, so let's start the ground rules. So, is there any, any is, is sherbet? Ice frozen cream? yogurt is not acceptable. Okay, so no froyo. I don't no, think but I, I, would, I, would, I would guess sherbet's not, not acceptable either at that point, right? Sherbet's not acceptable. Okay. I, I get, I, if I'm not, if we're not allowing frozen yogurt, I don't think we can accept. Sherbet. Okay. Ice but cream pretzels frozen. are a chip. Which, which is, a, which is a shame because the Stop and Shop Rainbow Sherbet is hands down the best sherbet I've ever had in my life. Um, you put a little whipped cream on there. You mix it. Well, now I got a question too. Then creamsicle. Oh my god, is delicious. Is an ice cream sandwich ice cream? Oh, the well, I I think we can can have two different categories. We can have ice cream man ice cream, and then we can have ice cream that you buy in the in the half gallon or pint size. That is two different things. Yeah, what you would get from a truck that would be a great one to, to do too. So what we're gonna do? Store bought gallon, half gallon, pint first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Briars, Mr. Buddy, the ice cream man. <laughs> next. Yeah, we can do that. I'm all right. Or should we save that for the summer three? as like a? Because that's a summertime treat. I like that. Well, I don't know. That's My a, ice cream man still a... came yesterday, so I mean, ew, <laughs> giggity. <laughs> but that's not going to be next week. That is going oh, to right. be in two weeks two because weeks. I, unfortunately, your host, your leader, your captain of the podcast will not be here next week. So I'm leaving it in the trusty hands. Of Just the like boys. the Rangers, he's going to leave it in the hands of the 47 other alternates on the podcast. <laughs> no, no, it, it's clear I wear the captains and you guys are the A's. So that's, that's clear. Wow. So the, so the three of us can do our top five ridiculous tom stories yeah <laughs> oh, i am gonna have so many honorable mentions <laughs> wait, well, wait did you say top three that's it no he no, said top, top five he five. said top five you have five? Oh my god oh. how am i gonna narrow it down <laughs> wow well i listen i i will be on the edge of my seat until next thursday where i can listen <laughs> To the dribble that comes out of your fucking mouths. All right. Moving on. GMs were meeting in Florida this week. Fucking assholes. Not the GMs, the fucking Georgiev and Net. Um, so a few things came out of the GM meeting that I think uh, we should touch on a little bit. One is the whole Dadanoff extravaganza, and now they will be uh, filing the no trade clauses with the central registry. They weren't before? was that not being filed and keeping track of before if you have no movement clauses in your contract if cap friendly can do it how has the freaking nhl central registry not done this yet they should actually have all they should officially adopt cap friendly as an actual nhl official site and then just say hey gms do your trades through cap friendly pass it on to us and then we'll just be like yeah it's verified because it has actual data as opposed to just oh we'll just we'll when it comes to time to actually do the trade they have they'll, they'll let us know who's got a no trade clause like what the fuck is this shit how do these fuck this up so bad what other league has ever had a rescinded trade because they fucked up the paperwork 
so poorly. Every team's got a legal department. Every team's got lawyers on retain. I mean, come on. When you make a deal for somebody, you're not reviewing the contract. You should probably review it ahead of time. But like, you don't review the 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 contracts of the people that you're that you're adding to your roster. Well, is it part of the contract? Come from other teams. I mean, what happened? Is the, is the no is the no movement clauses or the no trade clauses? Are they part of the contract? What or do you think they, it's a what do you think it's a clause of? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a clause of the contract. But if it, if it's in the contract, then how is it not filed with the central budget? Again, I don't understand how this fucking wasn't done before. Sounds like a shitty legal department for the Vegas Golden Knights, honestly. For the NHL, not just the Golden Knights. Uh, too. But I hear I this is I hear this is the fault of the senators, though, because they didn't do something who gives a shit who knows how it all works out yeah so obviously not the logical way (laughs) no so the salary cap will increase one million dollars next season to 82.5 million dollars we we kind of assumed that already and all that money is going to frank vetrano from the (laughs) rangers that's they're just going to give him that extra million well i hope that they why did they come back from commercial and he scored no 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 damn god damn it i was hoping that's where that was leading um also hockey related revenue this season will uh are projected to be five billion dollars which is great for the sport that's a chunk that's a huge chunk you know where it compares to the other uh oh four three main, three other main sports no Pretty show sure prep baby show prep brian so they passed major league baseball major league baseball made 4.05 billion dollars last year in revenue. yeah but they played like a hundred games though, didn't they? There's still more. Well, that was last year and not compared to the, the season in 2022. Right. So you got to give them that, but still $5 billion is more than $4.05 billion for major league baseball. Bill, can you confirm? Check that math, Bill. The, the math, the math is good. Okay. Damn, I'm over there. So man, I'm surprised I ever got out of the lockdown. NFL $9.8 billion last year. And the All NBA right. will reach uh, or, or are projected to make $10 billion this year. So the NHL coming up in the world compared to what they were. Well, well in the no, sense no, no. of, you know, like being profitable, sure. But I mean, it's not everything, right? So you look at like the salary caps for like the NFL uh, and players' salaries in the NBA and things like that. And it's a lot higher. So, you know, it's, it's not a. Uh, it's not uh, 2.6 billion with, of you know cap uh, cap space that we're talking about in the NHL for those, those other leagues, so it's it's a lot more money they're spending there, but it's good it's good because if they continually slowly build up the um, the cap and not just go oh we're gonna raise 20 30 million dollars and let everybody just spend well that that crazy might money. happen actually in the 24 25 season where that larger jump will happen when all the escrow is paid back. Sure. Yeah, exactly. That's got to be done, and they got to get to a point where it, it, the league will be healthy, and you know. But they get really have to incentivize teams not to make ridiculous contracts, um, because then put yourselves back in the same boat a few years later. So that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, discussions about the salary cap and the playoffs were uh, were talked about, but nothing really concrete or settled, especially for this for this season. The the big thing I got out of that was. They can't just decide to change that. Well, That's got to be bargained with the players. 
Yeah, that was in the collective bargaining agreement right before they went into the right. bubble. So that's year. not going to change for next season. Well, it, it could, right? Don't they? Have... I, I, would, I would think they're not going to open up the collective bargaining agreement just for that. Yeah, but the collective bargaining agreement is good until what, 2026? Right. And that's, I would bet that it's not going to change until then. So we have LTIR until 2026? Well, look, I, I, I think we need LTIR because of the salary cap, but having a, um, a salary cap in the playoffs? Players, players are going to want some sort of provision coming back to them in exchange for approving that. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll keep a close eye on that one. And the 2024 World Cup. Um, will not have the uh, that North American young team. They're just going to go with more traditional team nations um, for for the World Cup, which so, makes sense. Yeah, so that's what's uh, going on with the GMs down in Florida. So right let's on. take a ride in the Metro, sponsored by Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone, all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick And uh, uh, Nick, the uh, Icelanders had a little rocky week, didn't they? Yeah, uh, up and down as it were. Um, started off the week pretty good. 5-2 win over Detroit. Um, Bovillier had scored nine seconds into the game, which kind of set the tone for that game. I mean, you know, you, you get scored on it with before 10 seconds, you hit the clock. It's, it's going to be a fucking long night for you. And um, that wasn't really, uh, that was kind of the, the, the pace here. Uh, <clears throat> Nelson, Brock Nelson continues his uh, scorching hot um, street or just, few months last month and a half and uh had two goals in the game uh but then we ran to the two uh back-to-back games against actual playoff teams in boston and tampa uh losing both those games uh in six to three and four to one um boston game they got outscored four to one in the second period and <clears throat> that was just kind of it killed them they couldn't come back in the third period enough um to really you know call back when you're down now six to two effectively going into the third. Um, and then uh, it's Tampa Bay, uh, 4-1 loss. Sorokin uh, got hurt in the game in the second period. Took a shot up high or a couple shots, maybe off the helmet. Um, they called it upper body. Uh, he didn't try, he didn't come out in the third. He didn't um, he didn't uh, play in the Columbus game. But uh, sounds like he's okay. He's going to be reevaluated back in Long Island. Um, hopefully tomorrow and see if he's um, good to go, cleared out. Hopefully not a concussion, um, but, you know, it took, took him out of that game um, going to that third period. Uh, but then we ended the week with a win over Columbus, 4-3 win. Um, they were pretty much uh, winning that game, pretty much just 
no problems. Uh, then almost gave the game away. And the last few minutes of that game, Columbus really turned it on. And um, even to the point where there was a Columbus got a power play on a pretty crappy uh, penalty where well, I forget which guy it was. He dove on a play. Uh, basically, Bavilli just tapped his leg and took a dive. Uh, even the even the announcers called it a dive. Uh, didn't matter. Uh, in, in, in the end, uh, they mostly killed the penalty before uh, um, Columbus had a uh, they they had a Isles drew, drew a penalty in the last two minutes and effectively ended the game. Um, so two and two, <clears throat> all four games. Uh, Brock Nelson scored in. Uh, he had five goals in the last four games. I uh, still continuing this, this hot streak. He has a chance to hit 40 this year, which he's never been a 30 goal scorer. So um, to see him really pushing the pace this year, uh, could really, it's really good for him. Um, and uh, he's, going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, no, do you know who the last Islander player was who scored 40 goals? Yes. Uh, Lee. That's correct. I believe. The 17, yeah. 18 season. You know who was before him? I want two trivia then. Before, before Lee, yep. uh, I think it was Molson. Now it's Jason Blake. 06, oh, Blakey 07. did. That's right. Blakey did. Molson had thirty-five. I think. I don't think he had forty. Tavares, I don't think had forty. Um, so it must have been Blakey. Yeah, Blakey had a forty goal off season out of nowhere. Great playing with uh, Alexi Yashin, but that was only season he ever had something like that. Um. Isles are outshot by at least 10 shots all in all four games. Basically, what they, they typically allow is, you know, a shit ton of shots. But I thought that was pretty crazy having at least 10. 10 was the minimum. Every game they were outshot by like 12, 15, basically. Um, but that's the Isles hockey. Let the let teams shoot from the outside, not, not give up anything in the middle. But in order to do that, you got to play good defense. And they're just not not there. They, you can't play that way and, and allow six goals four goals, those are games you are auto losses on. I mean, even you can even make the argument that three goals you know, are not really games that they should be winning. In fact, a lot of times, the last couple of years they've been playing, they had, a, you got three goals in the aisles, you're probably going to go to overtime or win. And that was because we couldn't, couldn't really keep pace with a lot of those teams. Um, so that's been the, the week. Uh, next week we have Columbus at home, and we have uh, Rangers, Devils, and, and Dallas all in a row. Um, uh, away, so they'll be uh, playing um, at least two playoff teams. I think Dallas's playoff team can't remember now. Wow, that but, West uh, is kind of uh, a little uh, fuzzy but, right now. Yeah, so, but uh, we'll see how it goes, and I'm hoping that uh, at this point, just Sorokin's healthy. I hope Brock hits 40 this year. That's kind of the goals at this point because they're too far gone, unless. Uh, Washington were to lose like six or seven in a row, and Isles were to win six or seven in a row, would be the only way they have any chance to, to make it into the into the playoffs. But likely in about two weeks, will be will be eliminated. Maybe even the end of the week, uh, they could be eliminated from the, uh, the contention in the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes. Steve, the Devils' uh, coaster ride continues. Yeah, two games since we last talked. Uh, loss at. Washington, which is kind of ex expected, except they scored first and only lost because they gave up three goals in the third period. And again, that's that short stretch of time. This time it was a you know a little bit longer, about 10 minutes, 
But giving up three goals in 10 minutes, you're just not going to win a game if you don't play a full 60 minutes. And then they followed that up the next day with a 3-2 win over Montreal that went to uh, seven rounds of a shootout. And it was Miles Woods' return to the lineup. After this entire season up until now, he's finally back in the lineup. So that was good to get him back. A lot of people were like, you know, why even bring him back at this point? Why not just let him sit out the rest of the year, continue to get healthy for next year? But he's an RFA in the offseason. We need to know what he's, you know, What's he going to contribute to this team? Um, balls look. I'm sure he wanted to play too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 don't want to be healthy and not play. Fuck that. Um, balls looked good since he's been called up. He's getting some time with the big boys before he goes back down for the playoffs. Also, this week the Devils signed Brian Hallinan, not O'Halloran. Brian Hallinan from Michigan Tech. Uh, 21 goals, 22 assists in 37 games. He's a Hobie Baker finalist. So he's on an amateur tryout for the rest of the season. And then his two-year deal will kick in. And it's possible that they're going to get Zaka back uh, tomorrow, but now they're saying probably not. So apparently he was at practice and everybody's excited. He's going to come back. And he left practice early, so now we don't know. Outside of that, those the, the two games over the weekend, it was really the same old story. It's Hughes and Brat. Uh, again, putting up more than a point per game uh, stats. Actually, Hughes is one of only seven players, seven players to average more than a point per game in their ages 20 or younger season. The other guys on the list are McDavid, Ovechkin, Yager, Lindros, who did it twice, Steven Stamkos, who did it twice, and Crosby, who did it three times. Not so bad names. That's some decent company to be in. No doubt about that. Now he's just got to be able to play a you know a 75 to 80 game season. That's that's his next hurdle. Keep producing at the rate you're producing, stay healthy to play a whole season. So they're back on the ice tomorrow against Boston. I was hoping it was going to be Andrew Hammond's first game with the team, but they haven't really committed to when he's going to debut with the team. So I'm assuming he's been practicing and he's back with the team. He's been practicing. He, he traveled with them to Washington. He traveled with them to Toronto just to be, just to be able to get the pregame skate and the, the in-between day practices in with them. Um, and he's practiced the last couple of, the, you know, the last couple of practices they've had in New Jersey, but they just won't commit to when he's going to start. Yeah, but that guy traveled from Newark to friggin' Washington to watch the game, too. So, and he had a sign, <laughs> and he had a sign exactly. Man, alive that he went through two states to get to a hockey. Billy, you, you say a thousand miles constitutes a sign, anything under a thousand miles can't, can't do a sign, or it's not justified to have a sign. If you drove a few hundred miles, you think you deserve a fucking sign and a shout out for, for going to a road game? I mean, come on. Give me give me at least like you spent three quarters of your day traveling, at least. Oh. If you drove slow. <laughs> sure, you went through traffic in Baltimore <laughs> and DC. You took back roads, maybe. Oh, you took Tom shortcuts, as I like to call them. Shit, this was the weekend? Uh well, so much for the traffic. Oh well. 
So turn it to the Rangers. Uh, they had a pretty good week, and they reclaimed the number two spot in the Metro, although you wouldn't know, know it fucking tonight. Uh, but they had uh, some pretty important games, uh, played Pittsburgh twice within three games. Um, and look, for the uh, first five minutes of that game on, on last Friday at the Garden against the Penguins, it was, it was craziness. You had three goals. You had a disallowed goal, uh, a review. I mean, it was just a, a very ins- – there was more action in the first five minutes of that game than there was in the first Ranger-Penguins game in Pittsburgh. Um, <clears throat> Lafreniere, Kreider, and Petrano all scored within the first five minutes. Uh, Rangers added goals by Kreider and Kopp in the 5-1 win. Kreider, two goals. Uh, you know, his first full season on the penalty kill this year, and he's got three shorthanded goals. The line of Hedl, Lafreniere, and Goudreau that's been put together played solid. And you know what? They're still playing solid um, in, in, the, in the games that we've seen. Uh, that first, that Friday game, Rangers uh, actually uh, outshot the Penguins 33-21. to 21. Uh, but Penguins murdered them on draws 62% to 38. Um, and, you know, the Rangers are changing that script a little bit of five-on-five five play. They've gotten a little bit more balanced. Um, that happens when you get NHL-caliber players playing your third and fourth line. Um, so it just leads to a little bit more offense and a little bit more uh, shots on goal and better five-on-five five play. Jari did get chased in that game, but had to come back in after the Smith got ran over by his, uh, his own player and, and Jari did finish, finish out the game and um, looked pretty solid uh, when he came back in, even though he did let up a goal to cop, but uh, that was uh, the game was over at that point. <clears throat> Moving on to, uh, to Buffalo and a, and a back and not a back-to-back affair. Sorry about that. Um, on Sunday, a five o'clock start was there was a bunch of five built. The Penguins started at five o'clock that day too, right against Detroit. Is that because of just the, just because of the Oscars? Even the NCAA tournament started early that day. I didn't even think about the Oscars. I, no, I, have, I, have I no didn't either until it was on and I saw fucking Will Smith smack Chris Rock. Um, I figured we'd, we'd fit that in somewhere. <clears throat> um, Rangers uh, had, a, had a really hot start again. Vetrano had two goals in the, uh, in the opening five minutes of play with really within 18 seconds of each other. Uh, the game settled down and the Rangers stopped playing their game and, and Buffalo slowed the pace down. And by the midpoint uh, uh, in the second period, it was three to two. Um, at that point, Lafreniere scored to tie it. Teams exchanged third period goals, uh, Panarin and Skinner. And then the old time overtime winner went to Keandre Miller. This was one of those games where well, it was the first game that MSG had a spotlight camera fixed on one player the majority of the fucking time they had this isolation camera on adam fox because that's who it was about it was him hopping over the boards either to come onto the ice or go off of the ice and then watch him circle around in the defensive zone while the rangers were in the offensive zone so i mean i, I and i sent you guys that you know the message i'm at that age where you know espn is putting that friggin' camera that hovers up above the ice from the end zone. And then you got this isolation camera. I'm done with these fancy friggin' camera angles. Just give me hockey on TV as it was fucking intended. Please. We're done. And then the rematch in Pittsburgh against the Penguins last night. Um, oh, sorry, Bill. 
Um, Rangers uh, actually won in faceoffs, 59% to 42, and outshot the Buffalo Sabres, 31-17. Last night, uh, it was a um, it was a pretty even game uh, in the in the first part of that game. Um, in my opinion, I'm, I'm sure Bill will have a, have a difference of opinion, but the Pens jumped out to an early one nothing lead on a deflection goal by Brian Boyle. But the Rangers held the Penguins to a limited number of shots on goal. They had, I think, that nine okay, halfway through the game, um, which is, you know, very unheard of for the Rangers holding anybody to that low shot total, especially. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, especially uh, the likes of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Vitrano and Schneider scored second period goals. Um, and then Kreider on the power play early in the third period. Um, and then the, and, and, you know, you're thinking three, one lead early in the third period Rangers are in complete control until cop takes a really bad, unnecessary penalty at the side of the net uh, against Ruedel. I think he knocked him down and, at that point, the entire complexion of the third period changed. Crosby scores a goal on the power play, and then the Penguins uh, got some life, and they're rolling after that. And then, you know, the whole fucking thing was, and they pulled the goal, the Pens pulled the goalie, and the Rangers couldn't fucking hit the empty net to save their goddamn lives. Um, but they still held on to win 3-2. Um, Rangers outshot the Penguins 26-24. Um, but did a little bit better on faceoff. Penguins out uh, outdid them on faceoff, fifty four percent to forty six percent. But those two wins against the Penguins last week's last week gives them a little bit of confidence to say, "Hey, listen, they may be able to win that first round series against the Penguins." Um, I, I'm I still don't know which team is is definitely going to do that. Um, I have a little bit more confidence in the Rangers with this team, how, how it's constructed right now than the, than the team earlier in the season. Um, but all I do know is it's going to be a great opening round uh, series between the Penguins and the Rangers, as long as everything stays the way it is. And I think it is because the Rangers right now have the edge in the standings uh, and we'll have home ice if everything ended right now, which it won't because we still have 16 more games left to go. Bill, what was your take on the, uh, on those Penguins games? Well, I, I agree. The Rangers, you know, after those games were played, they, they do have the edge over the Penguins, and, and, I, and I would expect them to win a first-round series against the Penguins because there's nothing that I've seen from the Penguins in this season that suggests to me they've, they've taken any stride forward in terms of how, they, how I would expect them to perform in the playoffs, with the exception of Jari playing better and, and hoping that he does so in the playoffs. Um, you know, this is a team that's been bounced in the in the first round for several seasons in a row now, and and the way that they're um, the way that they're playing against the the better teams in the league would suggest to me that they're they're probably not going to break through uh, when, when this year's playoffs come around, and whether it's the Rangers that they play or if they if they manage to falter, they could still be caught by. Uh, the Capitals and, and they could draw a first round matchup against either Carolina or uh, I guess it depends on where they land, whoever uh, wins the, uh, wins the other division in the conference. But um, yeah, the, the, the first game against the, uh, the Rangers um, was a game that they obviously didn't show up for. And 
I'm not taking away anything from the Rangers because the, the Penguins, you know, I mean, it's a long season and sometimes you start a game a little flat um, and sometimes you get away with it because the other team is, isn't uh, maybe flying right off the face off and the Rangers, you know, did not, did not wait around uh, in that game. They, they, they took that opportunity to kick the door down and the game was over in, in just a few minutes. Um, and so I, I give the Rangers credit for that because, because had they not started out skating as hard as they could, then maybe the Penguins get their legs under them in a few minutes time and, and the complexion of the game could change. Um, so, you know, that, that was just an ass kicking, uh, at the hands of the Rangers and, and it, and it was a wake up call for them. They, they went to Detroit next, um, and, and scored 11 goals in the game against Detroit and Detroit, obviously they didn't show up for that one. I mean, they, they, they looked like a team that gave up in that game. Um, well, it's a good but, thing that um, we had to play them in the next game. So thanks for that, by the way. Tonight, and and you know that's that's kind of the psychology of the league because maybe the Rangers came out so so hard because they had played the Devils the game before and and got embarrassed. You know, like maybe there's something to the psychology there of of, you know what what a bad loss does to a team in the next game. Um, But yeah, eleven in Detroit uh, was the first time that eleven goals were scored in something like nineteen years. Um, That was uh, an impressive. Impressive display, but you know, well, they said the salary cap error, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the salary cap error. Very, very important to note that the salary cap error, um, you know, uh, affected anybody's ability to score 11 times. So, How many uh, goals did they score up to shot pass? Salary cap error. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, you know, that the success in Detroit did not carry over to the next game with the Rangers, and, and you know, obviously, the Penguins played a better game against the Rangers at home uh, the other night, but uh, again, just just fell short there uh, by the one goal. Um, and you know, when when that's that's the hard thing because when you have an opponent that you you know you you think you're pretty evenly matched with, the Penguins had won the first game of the season against them after a great performance by Jari, but you know you you can't really afford in those kind of rivalry games to throw one away, you know, because because then you come back and obviously the Rangers are going to win some of those games and they did that one night and and now they're, now they are down uh, in the standings due to that. And, and, uh, and frankly, the Rangers have a, an easier path going forward than the Penguins do for sure. Um, So I I would expect, you know, the, the Rangers to, to maintain that, that lead. Certainly, you know, I'm interested to see how, where we are uh, in comparison with the Rangers like a week from today. Tom, I know you won't be here for that, for that episode, but uh, we might talk about it anyway, but the, the Penguins have to go off now to, uh, to Minnesota Oof. on the road to, to Minnesota and then a home and home with Colorado. Oof. We'll see in a few days time uh, if the Penguins have come away with any points in those games um, and how close we are to the Rangers and how close we are to Washington. Uh, and, and kind of reassess uh, what their possibilities might be at that point. Right. So. Well, conversely, you know, the Rangers got the Islanders, they got the Flyers, and they got the Devils. You know, a- any one of those games can go either way because those are huge rivalry games. And when, you know, you play the Islanders, you play the Devils, well, maybe not so much the Flyers because they really suck. Um, but, you know, you play the <laughs> Islanders, the you play the Devils. Fuck, fuck the Flyers. You kind of throw the, always throw the rule book out the window. Um, or the, uh, the the standings out the window. The rule but, book. 
Yeah, I, I know. I, I fucked that up. But it, it is going to be. But, you know, the Penguins, we, we talked about the Penguins and the road trip that they went on in March, right? Um, where they had to play, you know, Vegas, they had to play Carolina. Then they went to Nashville, St. Louis. You know, Arizona was going to be the cookie for them. But they also had in there Tampa, Carolina, Florida. That stretch of games, Pittsburgh did really well and they had a winning record. So against those upper echelon teams, they fared fairly well. Um, especially against the Western Conference teams. So, you know, when they go to, you know, Minnesota is not an easy place to play. Colorado is not an easy place to play. You're right. It's going to be very interesting to see where the Penguins are after those games and the Rangers already lost those games to those opponents. So it's going to be very interesting to see where they are after that. I agree. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now, this is the Vine Bell. Thank you. All right. Trivia question number 65 for episode 65. Which Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman? Matt Sundin. I didn't finish the question. Matt Sundin was not a defenseman. All right. Try this. Which Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman? Uwe Krupp. Did Uwe Krupp play for Toronto? I didn't even remember. I have no idea. I know he was on the Avalanche. Uh, I'm sure he played other places. Because, yeah. um, but but no, that, that that's not the answer. He's not even on the multiple choice. Oh, I'm sorry. Then it had to be Thomas Caberlet. No, I mean it. It might help if if I get through what the question is. That might give you more context. I don't know. I kind of like this um, better. Dave Ellett. He was traided was with not- Doug. He was traded with Dougie Gilmore to the New Jersey Devils. Dave Ellett. From, from the Winnipeg Jets, by the way. So wasn't no, he? no, from the Maple Leafs. Oh, all right. So he was actually a Maple Leafs defense. Well, yeah. he's not the answer. Um, EK so sixty-five, Eric Carlson, for episode sixty-five. He was was he a Maple Leaf? No, nobody was... wore sixty-five, so it makes ah, sense. Okay, so he's got to be the answer. Doesn't make sense. Uh, which which Brian Leach. Gotta be. He's answered every question. He's, he's got. He does have to be answered. It's a shame because you know Leach was was a U.S. player, U.S.-born player. Why do they ever ship him to Canada? That was awful. On his birthday, nonetheless. Fuck you, Glenn Sather. Ooh, somebody's somebody's got some baggage uh, from that trade. Okay, salty. Which Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman led the NHL in penalty minutes seven times? Ty Domi. Defenseman, you said. Defenseman Ty Domi is one of the multiple choice, but he seven times. Are you serious? He's a multiple choice. Oh my god! Seven multiple times. Choice? I don't remember him leading the league seven times. <laughs> seven times. James so, Patrick. James Patrick, I don't believe ever led the league in penalty minutes. No, he's he's not the answer. I'm not sure. Lady Bing. Very well today. It was Lady Bing. Was Tom's going to be happy. Tom's going to be happy. Lady, I like Lady Bing better. I think that's my favorite one. Who was the, who was the guy who fucking Sean Avery uh, said something about his girlfriend at Sloppy Seconds? Dion Phaneuf. Dion Phaneuf. My, my answer is Dion Phaneuf. Calgary Flames, make sure you uh, pay attention to the TV there, bud. No, wasn't he? Didn't he get traded to the Maple Leafs? Did he? Uh, 
I believe yeah. he, he did. Play that with play Toronto. He did. Yeah. Oh, way, to he, he did way to be copper. Way to be copper. How did it take you extra time to score five goals on these pieces of shit, these Red Wings? We oh, had your give and net and had to go to overtime. Yeah, but how did you? How did it take that long for you to score five goals? Who, who are you looking for, Smith? It's the guy that just skated right past you. That's the guy you're supposed to be covering. Well, Dummy. listen, this this was the game in hand that the Rangers had, and they they took advantage and they got the you two points. Dumb shit. That's why you're not in the fucking playoffs, Detroit. Detroit why they're not going to be in the league. I don't think they get relegated or anything. They'll still be in the league next well, year. Well, they should, god damn it. Oof. So would anybody like uh, to go? Can we do the multiple choice, please? We finally found that yeah, goalie, so. Nevel- Nevelkovic, whatever. The f- you're not going to work here no more. <laughs> worse than Georgiev. Wow. Devolved this, this conversation. All right, multiple choice time. Billy. So multiple choice. It was A, Ty Domi, which we already established is not the answer. B, Red Horner. C, Tim Horton, or D, Tiger Williams? I love his coffee. Tim Horton. Tim Hortons. I love his coffee. coffee. He's got great coffee. Didn't Matthew Schneider play for the Leafs at one point? He he did. He did. I think it's Matthew Schneider. But he wasn't one of the choices. Oh, right. It's got to be one of the choices. I'll go with the coffee. Just coffee. coffee. I'm going to go with the Tiger because the Masters is next weekend. There you go. Um, you are incorrect, and you are incorrect. Tiger Williams, while I believe he leads the, the all-time NHL list in penalty minutes, was not the defenseman who led seven. Oh, oh fuck my God. God, it was Ty Domi? Holy shit. It was not Ty Domi. It was Rhett Warner? Who the hell That's was the other the guy? guy? Red Horner. That's... Close enough. It was Red <laughs> Horner. Red Warner. Red Horner. What's the difference? Thank yeah, God we're done with that, and we can move on to impressions with Nick. Fucking great. We had we had our impressions earlier. We had a, a little jump in, so you're good to go today. Move on. Next. That's, that's it? Oh, we're yeah. That fucking abomination of a that's, segment that we're just that, not going to bring up again. terrible thing ever. before. I might have to edit that all out. Oh Sorry, Casey. God. All right. This date brings us to uh, – let's go to Steve's stomach. Wow, you fucked up too. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to the year of our Lord, 2010. 2010. 2010. Please go to December 14th. Shit. December I 14th was a Tuesday. Uh, no, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. This what? article was written on the 14th. You got to go to December 4th. December 4th. Oh. Sorry about that. December 4th was a Saturday. Still in Edmond. I did have breakfast this day. With Tom and Lauren and Nick and Tara at IHOP. At IHOP. In field 10. Wow. We went out to IHOP. I uh, snacked on a delicious egg crepe uh, with bacon and some soda. Which must have filled me up because I did not eat lunch this day, Whoa. and maybe went we, straight maybe, to dinner. Maybe we ate a late. A we late might we might have lunch. had a late a late oh, breakfast. Yeah, uh, went straight to dinner, which uh, was on location at Big Stashes, which is a restaurant that's on Route One or was on Route One in Rawway. 
known for their Polish cuisine. So of course I had stuffed shells for dinner and That's soda, not Polish which all. is not Polish at all, correct? Uh, stuffed shells and soda with, uh, of course, bread and butter. And we celebrated Karen's birthday at Big Stasha's. Happy birthday, Karen. It's delicious. Why did you pick December 4th? <clears throat> this was the day a Wisconsin postal worker delivered uh, his mail. Naked. Naked. Now, wait a minute. You said the article was written on December 14th. Yeah. It, 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 so actually it took them 10 days to report the nude postman. Oh, bad news by. travels fast. Good news, funny news takes some time, apparently. Holy cow, 10 days! But yeah. I mean, I but there was a police report. I mean, the Wisconsin postal worker says he simply wanted to cheer up a woman on his mail route who seemed stressed out. Because when you see a woman on your mail route, what you do is you deliver the mail naked. That's was, what you do. He was hot and he was hungry. <laughs> right. Well, it, it's December in Wisconsin. So I don't know necessarily that he was hot. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just, as I, as I was waiting for you to tell me the date, I was perusing my other, my other entries. And I see that on December the 11th, I mowed the lawn. Really? December 11th? December, December? 11th. I mowed, not only did I mow the lawn, it took seven bags. Leaves. You're getting leaves. You're definitely you're getting leaves. But still, seven share. bags. That's a lot. You know, usually it's only two or three. I bet you usually put the, the leaves on the curb. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they sell uh-huh. that giant uh, vacuum. Yeah. And the last pickup is later in December. So it's not like they weren't going to be picking up again. They absolutely were. But mowing the lawn on December 11th. Wow. Crazy. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't think I ever mowed my lawn after November first Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or oh yeah. I mean, like, like I would mow the lawn right before I put the Christmas stuff, just to make sure I didn't have to do it. If I had to. Crazy. Yeah, that is uh, that is wacky, wild stuff. Wacky and wild. I think we, I think we got an hour tonight, boys. Well done. Now you're you're promising 45 minutes next. I'll be on the lookout for that for sure to see if you guys can actually do it and cover everything. So you're without you derailing the train, I think it's going to be pretty uh, pretty short bet. <laughs> okay, okay, certainly won't be as interesting. I can tell you that. Yeah, no, I'm sure. We will we will <laughs> see. All right, well that's going to do it for us tonight. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we will read them on the air just to, uh, I know I didn't look. Let me, uh, let me make sure. Yep, no show prep again. Make sure. Let's see what we got. The PAL games. Great content. What, huh? Uh-oh. We got, we, we do have a review from our friend Pete Doer 23 Ooh. What again? Four fucking stars, Pete. Didn't we have this problem last time, Pete? (laughs) God damn it, you're bringing our rating down. How do we have a top five serialist and no one says tricks? Inconceivable. (laughs) Wow. I I mean, we lose the stuff. (laughs) Pete, Pete, I, I don't know. Maybe you didn't listen close enough. It's not debatable. Okay. 
they used to have the tricks used to come in just the, the little little round balls, but then they, they put them in the shape of the fruit, you see. And that changed the complete, you know, that, that changed everything about trick cereal. Changes the yeah. texture, yeah. Changed everything. The taste, the texture. Not even an honorable mention, Pete. So why don't you shut up? Yikes. Well, Pete, thank you for the review. Thank you for listening. Um, turn on notifications for our podcast so you never miss an episode of the Friends of Bibles podcast. Billy, say something with you. Don't forget about our joint marketing campaign with Nesquik. Real men drink pink. Right? Because... You want, oh, Steve, you want oh so back. now you're, you're harnessing the joke. Oh, me. I get it. Uh, that, that's really cool. Oh. Okay. And Steve's not happy about it. Of I course, he happy. hasn't been happy all night. No. This thing is out. Oh, my friends and rivals. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck.